Hello. 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 And welcome to the 55th episode. No, it's 54th. Uh, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna no. leave that. Uh, oh, man. I lost it that man like that was bad it's all right. 55 they call that the double nickel <laughs> we can say something else Fun fact. <laughs> the last dance the MJ game the double nickel at the um, Madison Square Garden 55 he scored 55 in the playoffs wait do you like basketball Jordan uh, uh, with me Barney <laughs> me Alpha <laughs> me Jordan we're back I think I'm back to, for, to stay I think we've said this multiple times that we're back to stay, but we actually are. We actually are back to stay because if you listen to this episode, you know that we are officially on one. Nah, Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> yes, that is right. We shall be releasing a weekly podcast every week. Because I said weekly podcast um, on our Patreon uh, to the Spotify, Apple, whatever users. You'll be getting one a month. Um, they won't be as good as the weekly stuff. Maybe we're gonna have premium content. content. Do you know what I'm saying, baby? That that Audible luxury. Heaven. Do you know what I'm saying? That 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 butter, baby. Um, yeah. So yeah, come and come over to www.patreon.com forward slash Are We Live. Very well done. Look at that, baby. Profesh. Yep, he knows it. He knows it. This um, is it. It's gonna be great. What else are we doing? We're doing a weekly podcast. Yep. We're doing a uh, mukbangs, mukbangs, video hangs, lots of stuff, video, video hangs, just bonus stuff. Ooh, baby! That only one can. <laughs> you get much more moments like that when you sign yeah, up on Patreon. This is it. What do you call them? What brain farts? Because you yeah. didn't know the word, or because yeah. your mind went blank? Which I think it? no. I, I was trying to think of a profound word, and I just I choked under pressure. Oh, okay, because my low IQ. Palms are sweaty. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're really excited about that, and I think we yeah, we're gonna kind of really just expound upon you know this content. So come over, five or a month. Look, we are. That is. That is one pound something. That's like a soy latte, maybe with a biscuit. <laughs> with a biscuit. <laughs> that's that's oh, definitely man. achievable. It's definitely worth, you know, money for your buck, bang for your buck. That'll stay. We are butchering this, but please yeah. come because, as you see, we need you guys. Please. Um, uh, but yes, guys. Barney, how, because because it's been a while and you've had a big um, big month. How was your month out of ten? Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's do the month. Let's do the month. Oh yeah, we're just winding down the festival stuff as well, so we can yes. do months out of yeah. Yeah, good idea. Uh, gonna say eight. Nice. Eight. That's a stonker in it. That's a good month. First a... headline slot. Oh baby. Album dropped. Album drop. Yeah. That's how we roll, baby. Crazy. Listen, look, it's changing, baby. I'm out here. No, uh, it's been nuts. It's been crazy. It's been um, kind of like full steam ahead. Uh, the album kind of dropped and like yeah we've done in-store shows so we did like a tour of in-stores um, you know just just quickly out of interest because I've been wondering this for myself but mm. as your build up into your campaign yeah. versus okay so when the singles are dropping you're getting like traction people are hearing it yeah. like there's interest people are liking and commenting yeah. Yeah. how has that differed from the album day drop versus mm. the pre-single drop the excitement from fans versus yeah. like 
Because I always feel like when an album drops, it sort of becomes a bit more official and people yeah. actually go and listen. Exactly. Versus like when a single thing happens, people listen, yeah. but it's less of a boom, there's a thing. So has it been different in terms of the reception? Yeah, great question. Um, uh, spot on, I think. Um, the way people release music has changed drastically. Um, and I think even you guys will find, I think Alpha obviously dropped Bring Back and he was already kind of reiterating that things have changed in terms of the way things have dropped. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and so the speed of how things change in the music industry is nuts. Um, so like, yeah, we dropped technically six singles and the album's 10 tracks, right? So we dropped more singles than whatever. And we found that when we dropped the album, it was um, insane because I think people kind of miss singles or whatever. And so mm. when they heard it in its entirety, um, it was mad. And yeah, man, like this was the first time we experienced, like I've ever experienced like, like push and like, you know, reviews. I've never been reviewed before, like really. And so all the reviews kind of were like four, four or five stars for the album. Nice, congrats. And that was weird. I was like, oh, thank you. I was like, oh man, like, do I care? Should I care? Am I not supposed to care? It's easier to care when you're not getting reviewed. Like, right. like, ah, I don't care about reviews when you're not getting reviewed. But now when you are getting reviewed, I'm like, oh, would actually quite hurt if I didn't get a decent one. Yeah. yeah. It's like the, the age old, the award conversation we have, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh man, what do these awards mean? And then you get nominated. And then you're like, okay, are you going to back your talk that you were saying before? Yeah. Exactly. So, so what, or are you, you going to hope that? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Has it has it been what you expected out of, like, has it surpassed or done what you sort of, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it has. I think I, because we was uncertain about the live element and whether we'll get to tour properly and, what festivals look like and we've kind of you know we've done some big ones and the yeah the impact has just kind of really taken a life of its own I think both me and Jack have kind of been a little like oh wow we really want to be riding a wave of it and so yeah it's been very different um yeah but I've mm, weekly podcast well it's going to be weekly if you sign up to Patreon but weekly <laughs> <Yeah>. podcast um <laughs> I'm really happy that last year was tough hear me out because i think i kind of come to terms with like success and what that meant beforehand and so like i don't care about numbers and hype if that makes sense like it's cool but it doesn't like solidify whether i enjoyed the experience of making an album with jack do you know what i'm saying and i think that was really refreshing to me because now i'm doing things that i didn't think i'd ever get to do with a headline in a festival or you know whatever yeah and i'm like oh okay but I'm still, it's whatever. Yeah. Like, because, you know. So, yeah, it's, it's been a, a real growing period. And I've got some really lovely messages from people about the album. And that and that means a lot. So, yeah, it's been a Sick. decent month. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten strong. Yeah, that's good. Alf? That's good. I was just Mops. thinking about that. It's yeah. like, as, if you're okay with yourself, then yeah. events don't control your happiness and your sadness and stuff like that. Yeah. It's cheesy, isn't it? But like, if you had fun making this album and you like the album, you generally like it, yeah. you won't be controlled by whether someone else likes yeah, it. Yeah, man. Mm. That's interesting. And I, yeah. think, I think relationships are really big as well. Like, I think, it's funny, Alpha spoke, I think we spoke about this before, about, about Alpha and his band and like how he keeps his band and whatever. And what's interesting for me is, 
obviously they're great musicians, but it's also about whether you get on with these people and touring with these people and how important that aspect is. And, yeah, you know, me, Jack and, and Chucks, obviously Chucks has been my DJ for ages, but Jack joining the fold, it really works really yeah, well. Yeah. And we're spending a lot of time together. And I think that is a good indicator of like things yeah, to come. Yeah, you spend more time off stage than on stage, isn't it? Yeah. So, wait, like, you got to... You need to be on tour with people that you like, basically. Yeah, <laughs> Mate, yeah. Otherwise, you're going to have a horrible time. I mean, horrible. The worst time. That we will have the worst possible time if you don't like the people that you're on tour with. Yeah. Even if you don't like one of the people you're on tour with. Do you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. If it's like a group of eight and it's one person you hate, you'll still have a shit time because it's like that person's going to just wind you up. Yeah. And when the morale goes in a, in a touring party, it is not good. Um, but I don't have that problem. But yeah. Um, for my mum. Yeah. I'm coming up to the last. Actually, by the time this podcast goes out, I'll yeah. probably be what nearly, nearly getting on stage for like the last festival of the summer. Yeah. Um, it's been before the first show I did. I think I, the first show gala. I don't know if the first show, the first show might have been gala, but yeah, I remember before doing the first show, I hadn't done a show in a year and a half. Obviously, right, yeah, so course. I hadn't done a show since last. Yeah, Feb twenty twenty. Yeah, like or, or early March twenty twenty at the latest. Yeah, um, so I was like trying to make sure we play the stuff right and stuff mm. like that. And like I don't know, it's like getting back on the bike, man. It yeah. was um, it was good to start again, and them nerves kind of dissipate as soon as you're in the chaos of a festival. As soon as I walked in, I was in survival mode. Yeah, that's just how I am. That's the first time I've been around thousands of people as well yeah since the you know me, me too because yeah. i was at that show but me yeah. too yeah i was just like this feels really weird so yeah, yeah it was it was mad it was weird because like you walk in you've been seeing everyone with masks i walked in i was the only masked up person there yeah. and you automatically feel like am i doing something wrong like yeah but then everyone's obviously you know everyone should be covid free inside yeah the place so if it's like there was no covid basically inside um the thing because there was like Thousands of people just living life as if like the last year and a half didn't happen. It's yeah. crazy. But yeah, so out of 10, out of 10, eight's a bit, eight's a bit high. Nothing particularly bad's happened, but I just feel like with that eight, something, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, because the birth of the child was only a seven. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The child was like, I'm seven. So that's the ceiling. Yeah, I've got to say, Yes, yeah, so it's been a it's been a seven definitely. It's been a nice. good. That's great because I normally hate festivals. Yeah, um, I'm not that you know. What do you hate about them usually? Everything, <laughs> everything you can think of that you like about a festival, I hate it. That's just how I. Like some people like festivals. You like the food though, surely? No, I don't like the food. <laughs> I don't like what the camping. Wait, have you camped? I don't like the st- no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Why would I have camped? Why, why, why the hell would I have I camped in life? Yes. Would I ever want to camp at a festival? No. Three days at a festival. Where's everyone washing their asses? Like, they're not washing their asses because they don't wash their ass. That's the that's the answer. No one's washing their ass. <laughs> wash their ass. Wash their ass, baby. Weekly podcast. Look, it, it is where it is. People en- are enjoying themselves and stuff. And it's it's like a it's a peak social event in it, festivals. Yeah. So that's why I don't like it. Right. But so that's playing, why I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but just seeing everyone enjoying themselves, having fun, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 
it made me go, okay, it's good that people are allowed back out again. It's that's good, that's good. what I was thinking as well at it's, your festival. Yeah, it's good that they're allowed to sort of do their thing, have fun. Mm. And yeah, festivals on stage, the sound is good. It sounds always going to be better a headline show yes. than a festival show. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're the main artist and you arrive before 12. I've never arrived at a festival before 10 a.m. before. Yeah. If you're a main stage artist or if you're a headline act, yeah. you do that because you you get a natural sound check and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. I've never got that before. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, I don't know. The first, but they were good though. In terms of that, they could have been shockers. It could have been just chaos everywhere. I heard the stories. <laughs> I heard stories all around me. It's like looking at the world burning around you, but somehow you're okay. Somehow my sets were always yeah. okay, apart from uh, at, um, yeah. Anyway, I mean, if you want to hear all the full story, you can listen to yeah, our yeah, Patreon. Yeah. I'll, tell you, Patreon I'll tell you a story about on Patreon. Um, one of them. I'll tell you a story about one of them. That was a. Uh, that was interesting, but yeah. Question Alpha, before yeah. you move on. You spoke about nerves and like you, when you got there, you weren't nervous. Do you guys get nervous before shows? And like, what's, what does what does nerve, being nervous look like to you the night before a, a show? I personally, I actually don't, weirdly. Even though I, I get nervous, like if I'm going to a party, I've talked about this before, if I'm going to a party where I don't know people, but yeah. I don't get nervous before a gig um, at all. So okay. I don't have that thing. <laughs> so sorry, I can't answer your question. <laughs> but what I feel like, I actually Squeaky got before clean. these, because I played a gala as well with Alpha, yeah. or not with Alpha, on the same um, festival. Yeah. And I was like excited just to get back on stage, even mm. though I'm the same, I'm always a bit like, oh, touring is a bit long because you're loading out and you yeah. got to get there early and all that stuff. But I was like, I just, I'm looking forward to just being on stage and that feeling again. Yeah. So um, yeah, I didn't get nervous. Do you get nervous? I get nervous. Uh, Do you get date? Because you just mentioned something that was interesting. It wasn't weird though, but it was interesting. But you said the night before. Yeah. You think about a gig. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Really? I got too much logistics in my head what to the, think what, about. What is the thing? To get worried it? about me being on stage the next day. Yeah. I'm thinking, oh man, I gotta get to the. Do you know what I mean? I'm thinking, man. <laughs> get to the van. I got to load my stuff. I got to blah blah blah. I'm thinking logistics. That's what's keeping me up. Yeah, no, I'm I'm because that's always I speak a lot, and there's so many words. And right, right. the show is obviously for me anyway. I try to make it more of a experience. So I need to know what I'm gonna say and how I'm gonna move and da, 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 da. so that's what's running through my head. And I have a really bad knack of adrenaline. It's the worst. It's the most annoying thing. So if I have to wake up early. Like say an airport run, and I've got to wake up at six to and go. You don't somewhere. sleep. I wake up at, at five a.m. Even if I've got to wake up at six, I wake up an hour before because the adrenaline is too much. That's but like them. Um, if you went to, on a school trip at school, yeah, and you're just excited. Yeah, but I have my mind's annoying. It's not even like oh, I'm excited. It's like just adrenaline. It's just like pumping. Yeah, yeah. Um, same thing happens with me after shows as well. So I can't sleep. Do you think about maybe what shows. you did, what you didn't do? Yeah, it's just like, is it just to come? You could just can't come down. Yeah, it, yeah. It's just taking me a while to kind of like drop down because it's like you finish the show. So anyway, before and beforehand nerves are yeah. It's more yeah, so yeah. people and interactions and making it good and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I always struggle the night before, but you guys don't ever. So not the night before. I understand nerves just as you're getting on stage or when I'm talking about because I I kind of I don't randomize the set list, but. I kind of add things, take away things, talk about who's soloing on this. We we sort of have a talk before, like five, <laughs> ten minutes before you get on stage. The band like great. You're album, doing cheers. that, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's just like getting thoughts in order. That is a type of nerves, I guess. But mm. 
to be honest, like I like things to be fluid. Yeah. Because it keeps it interesting for me. Yeah. I, I don't want to be bored. That's like the my worst. If I have a fear in life, like it's being bored basically. Mm. So because you're not able to hide it, is that is that would that be why? I don't know, man. I think boredom is kind of the worst. One of the worst feelings mm. you can have because it doesn't actually feel like anything. Anything. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's kind of I don't ever want to get to a point where what am I doing? Would you with, would you prefer a fuck up over feeling bored? Um, on stage, like yeah. between bands. Yeah. Would you rather? Would you yeah, rather? Yeah. 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 Uh, I would rather we try something we've never played before. Yeah. Than for me to feel like this is mundane. Let's just play this old thing because we know people like it. Wow. Like, although there's things like I'm not like some flipping some some butterfly that has to. Like, I know there's certain tunes I keep in my set because yeah. I know I have to play them. Yeah. Yeah. But I need to keep some element of freshness in there. Yeah. So last uh, last week we out here festival we played a tune game played before we didn't even rehearse it but i made the tune number one to start with yeah just because i'm just like let's let's put some high risk in this mm. do you know what i mean like it's not mm. i don't know when you're on stage like and you have people that know you in the audience you're kind of like resting on your laurels right? you're mm. kind of thinking oh, okay yeah people are gonna know but you need some high risk man you need to yeah play some stuff and you'll enjoy it more, like, I don't know. If people, if, if you double down on something and people enjoy it. Yeah, the payoff is better. It's way better. Yeah. It's way better. Mm. But that's just me with live shows. I don't know. That's just how I approach them. Uh, do, you, do, you, do you, it's really interesting because I think the idea of having hits is interesting. And like, I think we might have spoken about it briefly before, but the idea of having hits, like songs that people know and having to do these songs because people know them. Yeah. And what does that feel like? Because I suppose, with you, Alpha, you can expand upon songs. You can, you know, have take things out. You can whatever. You can mix it up, but it can still work. But if you have a song where it's like, there's a chorus that everyone needs to sing, and there's a verse that everyone needs to sing, do you find it constra the constraints? Different? For me, definitely. Yeah. Like <clears throat> I'm, um, do like you play I'm, selfish every show? No, but that's not even my song anymore. That's like people don't. I've played it once. I played my last tour. Yeah. Um, it was definitely my last tour, yeah. And Arlo Park supported me on tour, and her guitarist would always joke that he knows me because of Selfish. Yeah. yeah. So one night I was just like, "Look, I'm gonna play Selfish, and yeah. no more jokes, because I'm not gonna play it again." But I was yeah. like joking, obviously. Yeah. I played it, and I didn't get a cheer. No one sang it. I was like, "Oh, I'm glad this is like gone <laughs> out of my." Do you do you think you have a good idea of what your current mm. song everyone yeah, knows yeah. of you is? There's like there's a couple in my set that like. Yeah have always sort of gone off since 2015, but mm -hmm. there are some new ones that like still go off. So now when Can I'm- Can we guess them? Huh? Can we guess them? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you'll definitely know. So wait, did, how did you get to that based off audience reaction experience mm. or based on like Spotify, Numbers. what was doing Oh the no, the, re the reaction from the audience. Wow. Okay. Are they your biggest songs? As in, do you, is it, do you find it, cause that's interesting is like, are your biggest songs the one that the audience resonate with the most at shows? Um, a mixture for me. It's like obviously. Well, I don't know if you want to guess them, but you. you just... Okay, Mind's Eye must be one. Well, it, it, Mind's Eye is like eighty percent. I actually don't know. I need to ask all of you. Actually, both of you say it. there's yeah. not bare people in it. Just, <laughs> <laughs> um, both of you. But it would, be, it would be. It would be. It's it's actually add the baseline vocal when that happens. Like that's interesting. She told boom. Everyone's like, I know that one. Do you think that could be one? It's your song. What do you reckon? Because Tom used it in in another song, reckon that's helped amplify the song. Maybe, but people know the verse words as well, so, which is like, 
Yeah. But I, I have about four of these songs. But then there's also songs where I've get massive cheers, like my ballads, like Tawo and May. Wow. Like that have always, at my headline shows, yeah. people have been like, that's a surprise because they're not my biggest, but they're the ones that really resonate with people. So I like, I've got a couple of these banging ones that people like cheer to and dance to. Yeah. And then like they, they they cheer to these ones as well when I start. But when I'm trying to construct my new set, obviously yeah. I'm releasing my new album. Yeah. I'm like, how much of it should be new? How much of it should be these trigger tracks? Yeah. And how much of it should be, for example, when you're at a festival, I'm thinking about the dynamic of the crowd. Like yeah. they're there to, you know, they don't want to hear the ballads. Like, let's be honest. Someone might. And they, there's a song, for example, like um, my track All Right, which is also another yeah. one of these ones that people cheer to, which is a ballad. I'm like, do I play it? Because it's also a nice track that people who don't know me will hear it and go like, that's a nice track. Yeah. So it's like, there's so much I always think about with set lists. So I do. So how, what percentage is about your enjoyment and the audience's enjoyment? If you have to well, split up. yeah, this is a, this is a hard thing. Like, I don't want to, I'm, I'm in two, two ways about it. Mm. I want to play new music when I've really rehearsed it and fleshed out really interesting arrangements. But yeah. because I've only, I only have two gigs this year, I don't have enough money to pay for all these rehearsals. So like I'm playing new music, yeah. but there, I'm not playing a lot. So I'm playing like four or five new tracks Yeah, and that's like a week before the album drops. So I think that's like fair, but no one will know those tracks except mm. for the singles. Um, and then I'm playing obviously the um the yeah a selection of what i want to play because i mm. love i we do a new version of add the baseline and stuff yeah. now which i like playing mm. um but i got i gotta be honest it's probably like it could be 50 50 like i'm thinking about the crowd a lot in yeah. my shows because they're paying to come and see me they don't mm. want to hear me do like i change the set list up not like that not mm. like alpha no, i do the same thing for festivals i don't play a lot of the a lot of my whatever album it's tracks all, sort of thing yeah it's all down stuff that i like i kind of know won't go down well yeah really like if i'm being like i'm not like blind enough like i know what tunes um are more likely yeah not yeah. the ones people like but more likely to like if you're just a passerby you can you know pop your head along to this and blah 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 mm. so yeah my festival set list a lot maybe that adds to why I don't like festivals because compared to about, headline. It's not about you, it's about the audience. It's, yeah. about, it's about passerbys. Exactly. Yeah. For a festival, it's like pulling in new people, but also, you know, there's people there for you, but really yeah. a lot of festivals, nah, like it's going to be maybe 10, 15, for me, 10, 15% of people probably know who yeah. I was. And then like, you know, some festivals are bigger percentage, but anyway, my whole festival set list was geared for... Um, the consumer. But, but yeah. yeah, pretty yeah. much, pretty much. But I just had to make sure I had fun as well. Yeah, that's, why, that's, that's why, why I put the, the new stuff. Right. But I make yeah. sure the new stuff I do add can connect. It, yeah. It's, it's on the same. Yeah. So Whereas like headlines. Yeah. I, I can have like strings doing like a five six minute solo and mm. shit. Like, I can do stuff like that, you know. Um, and I know people that have heard my music would be okay with that, or you know what I mean. Yeah. At least I, you know, you can control it a bit more. It's so interesting because so me working with Jack is fascinating because one of the biggest arguments we had was festival time because Jack's used to headlining with, so he's got he's part of a band called Bombay Bicycle Club and yeah. they're huge and they usually pretty much every festival they're doing this year they're headlining right yeah 
So he approaches festivals differently because when you're headlining, as you said, everyone pretty much, know, the percentage of people that know your music is way greater. And they, they're a legacy act. So they have big songs that have been happening for ages. So, but I was like explaining to him, I was like, we've got to win people. People that want to walk past the Barney Artists and Mr. Duke stuff, they've got to win people and explain to him, like, we've got to win people over and doing things. Cause I'm so used to supporting other people or mm. doing festival slots where no one gives a damn where the percentage of people that know my music is like maybe five, ten percent, mm. but then they might know one song. That's another thing as well, is that people might know you for one song mm. and don't know anything else. Yeah. So I, I I love the feeling of winning over new people. Really? That's like my favourite thing of the feeling of like the crowd grows or the crowd stays. Um, or the crowd reacts more or the and crowd more reacts as, the, as the show goes on and on. Like I thrive in that. Like I absolutely love it. So I think mine is even less. Mine might be like, 75 percent of the audience's enjoyment and mine's 20 yeah like mine's 25. Mm. Um, interesting but we are all, all three of us we're, we're performers at the end of the day yeah. that's our that's our thing mm. our um job titles will be under entertainment if you yeah. want to apply for a japanese visa you got to say you're an entertainer <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i mean <laughs> it's bad but you got to say that i'm an entertainer like so do you feel like an entertainer i don't know if i feel like i am but mm. I definitely, when I play live, it, it is that. We are there for people. We're not there for us. It might make us feel good being on stage. Yeah. But we're only on stage for that person that's left their house to come yeah. see us. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it really is them like, that we're, we're yeah. there for. So and I think some of the worst performers that I've seen are ones that are very self-indulgent. Yeah. I don't give a damn about the audience. Yeah, like, I think uh, like, yeah. when it comes to like, you know, showing up late, um, just doing mad things like mm. like you're the you know maybe if that's part of your branding there's certain certain artists where it's part of your branding to just like Tyler could horrible. sort of get away with something like that because people are like he's Tyler the creator sorry he's he's got he he's amazing live and yeah. he he he's not like that but yeah. he can do like he's got that fuck you attitude where he yeah. can like do what he wants and people be like oh yeah but it's really interesting with Tyler because sorry to interrupt but I've I've been watching a lot of his shows just as inspiration and if that he's actually very polished like it's very polished it's a very much he takes time to think about his entire set and i think that's the difference between him and, and a lauren hill right who lauren is is very polished but as in with it like she probably spends a lot of time with her band but in terms of timing lines she might not turn up she might not be there she might be there she like and then she might rearrange the entire set yeah and do songs in a different speed or a different yeah whatever yeah. um you hardly ever hear of people being like i went to lauren hill show and it was incredible it was usually like oh yeah. yeah well what's funny is i i know lauren hill like i but i never listened to her a big album yeah. and i went to her show and so i didn't know the tracks yeah. and i went away like that was insane like i was saying to amy i was just like i was blown away by the musicianship her voice and she was just like none of this they were all remixed all like her big songs even like yeah. um do yeah do up uh -huh. even do up was like like a totally different track and i was uh -huh. like that was amazing even though I knew that was the only one I knew really that was different. Yeah. And um, she was just, the connection was different. So it's like, it's interesting. The connection is you're relying on what you know of as the artist. Whereas why Alpha's genre is amazing and also the way you approach it is like, in a way, not lucky, but your set has a lot more leniency because it's very improvisational mm. based. So there's less pressure of like, they probably want to hear the, the head of some tracks, yeah. but like, the melody of one track yeah. but like 
you can sort of express yourself more and people are going more open-minded yeah. as well. And also it's, it's a bespoke experience. You're going, yeah, yeah. I, I went to Alpha at this show. At like, Berlin I, I thought, yeah, in exactly, blah, blah, yeah. Berlin in 2000 or whatever, because that was a specific Yeah, yeah, because Because in, in obviously jazz, like I don't even know, man, like if I'm, you know, if I would place myself knee deep into jazz because of all the purists and shit. But that, that's definitely the closest genre to the music I make. Yeah. yeah. Like every show is like a, that's like a vinyl to me in my mm. head you know what i mean because mm. you know i grew up listening to jazz records of what miles davis in berlin mm. and I, you know someone else in spain like somewhere in spain and mm. like their shows are i don't want to listen to the same thing mm. like do you know what i mean because i can stay home and listen to your album mm. i can listen to your album you got to do something like lauren lauren hill will obviously go to the extreme and that's maybe what I said. I don't want to be bored in my set. Yeah. Maybe Lauren Hill's sitting there like, mm-hmm. all this stuff's boring. This mm. music's 20 years old. Yeah, bro. Why am I still playing this music? It's 20 years old. Yeah. And people want to, so I get it, but I keep some of it. I make sure there's a there's a part of my set that keeps everything fresh, yeah. but you can't be naive and expect everyone to always go with you and yeah. you're not, you know, not cater to people that are huge fans of your stuff and yeah. blah, blah. So yeah, so it's a, it's a middle ground. But That's for so me, my music will always be different because of the, you know, I might be playing with different musicians. Yeah. But also the recording process is really different when Alpha makes records anyway, because Alpha's records are usually made <clears throat> a week in a, whatever, there's guidelines, but it's like... Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, definitely it's, about it's, the people exactly. in the band. Yeah. It's how they feel today. Yeah. That's how the musical sound yeah. today. Yeah. That's what I like, that's what keeps it interesting. But we're never gonna veer that far because my composition—I don't really change. I don't change. Yeah. I don't say let's go into drum and bass yeah. uh, out of this hip hop tune because I feel like changing genre today. This this don't work for me. Like I, I my compositions are there in it. Yeah. There's just, rules. Basically, there's rules, but there's within the rules, subtle there's subtle boundaries, but yeah. there's freedom. Yeah. 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 It's funny because yeah. yeah, mine's totally different. Mine is so. That's what the issue is. Because it's really interesting because to the point where even some of the things that I say are the same thing. I will specify like the same. I'm drilling it. It's like a, it's a stand up set. It's it's basically yeah. you. Oh, after this track, this I, is the moment where you this just say the, this. I say this. Yeah, yeah. This is that and whatever. It doesn't feel that way. Hopefully, if you come and see me for the first time, you won't realize. Yeah. But I, every move, every beat is refined so that there's no room for and it flows. Which is really interesting. Well, what's fascinating about that is I um I feel like my final frontier in performing is like this the whole stage um what's it called the front man esque yeah. energy which is like there's an argument you don't need that yeah but I would love to be able to tap into it when I can yeah so I call this guy who who's my vocal coach who actually also does like performance coaching right and um he worked for The Voice and they did a John Legend segment and he told me like. For people that it's unnatural to perform, they drill movements on specific lyrics that the nat- the untrained eye, like a fan, yeah. watches you lift your hand as you say, I, and or whatever, yeah. <laughs> an emotional lyric. And that movement is actually attached with a memory and you're already triggering a response in the audience. And you need to rehearse these moments at the exact lines and 
it, what, what what is an extremely rehearsed movement of like choreography which is not choreography it's just movement yeah. is is natural to the viewer so like you're talking about like this is the moment I speak yeah. or this is the moment I like I don't know get down on my yeah, knees yeah. which you actually yeah. which you actually did didn't you <laughs> well there's parts of the show where yeah, I, go, I remember you but yeah like that's one thing I want to um basically practicing all those robotic movements to the point where like you do it at that lyric it, it actually he said you might think of it as um, forced and whatever acting but it conveys a stronger emotion and you're connecting on a deeper levels and yeah. i was just like okay i'm not ready for that just yet so maybe i'll have some more time to like build confidence but that's the next step remember what i was saying though we are performers in it yeah and we like to forget that because we're also musicians so a musician thinks I'm going to practice. I'm going to be really good. And that's my performance. The fact that I'm sick, yeah. like the fact that I am good is enough. And, and in, in jazz, especially yeah. it's a thing where that's what they me That's the measuring stick they use. Yeah. So you got the, the dullest looking, dullest dress, dullest yeah, yeah. like people that. that are just playing. crazy musicians, Yeah. but they're just like deadpan, like just looking straight up, blah, blah, blah. And, it's like that because we think that's our practicing, that's our rehearsing, that's our, you know, but for a performance, there's everything in it. If someone, someone's looking at you on stage. Yeah. So like in theory, I'm not saying, by the way, I don't, I'm not, I don't really apply anything that I'm about to say here, but how you're dressed is important because people are looking at you on yeah. stage. Yeah, yeah. How you move, that's important. People look, it's a spectacle as mm. well as the yeah, yeah. audible thing. And that's something I'm proper, you know, I'm trying to learn as well, but also you can see if you're not good at it, like then people can see you're forcing it and you look bad, yeah. basically. So you could look worse trying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's a happy medium. You've got to find a medium where, you know, push yourself, but don't force it because the worst thing you could do is make make people watching you feel sorry for you. Well, you see it with Yo, these that's like the worst. Well, you see oh, it with yeah. these like these kids that are signed early and yeah, they've been yeah. thrown into like a dance or whatever, and then they have to like perform it. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, this is terrible. Like you don't feel it. And yeah, I think for me, like I've done so many shows to no one. Yeah, yeah. And it's the same energy to the point. Even in sound checks, I go full out. I, I sound check. I'm, it's like a show. Yeah. yeah. I want to hear what it will sound like when I'm doing it, and so that's how I conquer it. Um, Jordan. Out of ten, we haven't done you. Oh, um, probably well, like a. What'd you say? Seven. Did, Did I even seven? say anything? I guess seven. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, but not that I should. I should be thinking about myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you remember you have an album coming out. Like yeah, I got an album coming. I've had some singles out, but yeah, probably seven or eight, maybe seven and a half, just to split it, split it down. I've had a good month as well. I've been like, I've been trying to. Alpha mentioned boredom before. It made me think about like, I'm I'm sort of always, as we know, I was talking about this last time, I'm always in work mode yeah. and I'm trying to train myself to like when I get home, not be in work mode. Like I'm trying to just give myself more time and I feel like, um, not time because I'm actually still busy, but more like when I'm at home, I don't want to do emails. I yeah. wouldn't like have time off. So I've been, yeah, good for that. I've been giving myself more time at home, basically. Give, give myself less work mode, but... Um, what do you find yourself doing when you're not? Well, I, I've got I've got purchased a PlayStation Five, Jeez. so I'm like trying to and not feel guilty about playing it. Whereas in the past, I'd be like, God, I could be doing that spreadsheet or whatever. 
But now I'm like, no, this is my time. Would you like to say be- you're workaholics? Well, was, well, he said that last time, and I was like, because Amy's always said you are, yeah. and I'm like, well, I'm just in a lot. <laughs> if I'm playing, if I'm playing PlayStation, yeah, it does not jump occur to me that I could be doing a spreadsheet. That's not a thing. That is just not a thing. The fact that that's a thing for you, that's not. It's not. It was. It hasn't been the last few weeks. I've just really gone in and enjoyed my time. Um, but yeah, I'm good. I, I played two Dan Kai shows, which was sick. Because like, I feel like I go to those shows and no one knows who that is. So yeah. like, I feel less pressure to perform. And like at that time of night, I've played like two late sets where the crowd's like absolutely on one. They're like all drunk. Yeah. You can sort of just get away with like playing the kick drum and they'll cheer. Do you know what I mean? So like, <laughs> like basically it was like, and like the crowd was like, oh shit. But um, I went after Jam Supernova at yeah. Gala yeah. who did this insane set. So she close. was killing it. Yeah. And like, and it ended on some like heavy duty, like jungle shit. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, how am I going to back this up with Dan Kai? And then like the crowd was dispersing as a changeover was happening. I was like, oh no. How do you find that, the disperse? Like the disperse before you go on? It like, sucks, yeah. <laughs> like, you feel like everyone's here to see me. Oh They're just waiting to... God, like I would, I would happily go on early just to miss a disperse. I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather start the whole thing with like 10 people than have 100 people that go down to 50. That would like, that's like my worst. Yeah. Cause it's like an exodus when you get an exodus that is the worst oh uh, yeah yeah they come back but it's just like it's not the same it's not the an same. exodus is the worst thing yeah i had an exodus before and it was upsetting because you can't do anything yeah. you didn't call oh, out to them what can i do please don't go man, please. i played a show at electric picnic two years ago maybe mm. three years ago and there was about a thousand people in my tent mm. watching the band before me which is like a dutch turkish band so like they were like huge at the time but they yeah. were smaller than me because of it was in england i mean yeah. ireland or whatever and um as soon as their set finished yeah, <laughs> the whole tent emptied and i was like oh if, you know but Ju- annoyingly Dua Lipa was on but <laughs> i i came out i came out i came out to the stage i'm not lying there was two people in my tent oh, no. and one of them was this huge fan of mine and he's just like jordan i'm here oh. and um <laughs> And then like, and then by the end, there might've been about 20 people. Oh. And I was on at like seven. So I was expecting to go to this was amazing- a solo show, was it? Oh, you was no, on- No, it was a band show. You was on around well. seven, nah. When you're on after 6 yeah. p.m. They're all on the a, main, stage. main stage. It's beef. Yeah, it's beef. It's, well, Jewel Leap will clash with me. That's my only explanation. Oh yeah, 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 true. Yeah, yeah. I'll take yeah, that. Where, where, where was it made so far? But I remember like going back <laughs> backstage going like, we just got a four hour ferry for this show. And <laughs> I was just so angry. It's like, why am I? I'm losing money on this show. Why am I here? It's so. Pe- that's um, the thing, and no one tells you this. Like, shouldn't have been losing money on that show. But that's mad. another conversation. I Go mean, on, that, that can be another conversation for our Patreon. Oh, yeah, that's uh, true. Patreon.com forward slash Are We Live, and um, you can go and listen to. We can break know. down a gig and where all the money goes, and yeah, we can break that. Yeah, because we, we all have different break. like yeah. setups and expenses and costs. We should definitely do that on patreon.com forward slash are we live? After we analyze the song. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my thing is that feeling of like disappointment is so whack. Like there's nothing worse than feeling sad after doing a show. But it's like... usually irrational though, I find. Ooh. Oh, for, on all of that, I think we are overcritical of our own. I feel like I always come off and go like, oh, this or whatever. But I know many times like, 
I've spoken to Alpha after again. He's just like he might have had a bad monitoring experience, and he's just like the gig was shit. Yeah. Like at well, a festival we played at years ago. Yeah. Um, and then, but it was actually amazing from the front his yeah. show. So it's just like. But there's nothing worse than bad monitoring. Bad monitoring. It's worse so when you have in ears as well, it's which the... is what I have, and like you just can't hear anything. When if you got a bad monitor, you can sort of hear the room. Do you guys shout if you can't? I mean, you, Alpha's like raps one song, but do you play like if the if the monitoring is bad? Is your instant reaction to like try and play so louder? When I did, I did the first festival I did this month. Yeah, I, like I rapped on two tunes. Yeah, then I was done with it. I scrapped the rapping for the rest of the. <laughs> month. The reason Man, I scrapped... that, was, that was good up front though. That's what I'm saying. But if you can't hear yourself, you change your tone, you change yeah. your pitch, and you sound like you're squealing. Yeah, because you can't hear yourself. You're shouting into the ether. Yeah. Do you have a do you have um front of house monitoring or you don't have sound? No, I don't have any sound, but but they have in house sound. Yeah. They, you know, I think the problem was just the environment. Yeah. And if I don't have you know if you don't have in ears, it's tough. But um, and I'm not good with um asking for stuff while I'm playing. There's a lot of people. Oh, I'm bad at that too. I feel yeah, I'm, ho- I'm horrible. I, I, I but at the either. after the yeah. first track, I know like yeah, but I I don't have I don't can't just turn and say can I have more keys more monitoring. But whatever. one thing I will say. So I'm the same. Mm. I won't. I probably, probably. I might say something if it's really bad, but I still would try not to. But the reason I was, I was at a show last week and like one of the people was on the main stage and they yeah. were just like, "Well, I'm glad you guys are having a good time because I can't hear myself for shit." And oh. the energy in the crowd changed because everyone's like felt guilty for having a good time, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you can't do that. Like, wow. and I was like, "Nah, that's why I don't. That's yeah, why I don't yeah. complain because you don't want to lose." But I'm saying, but. See, you don't have to do that though, because there's gestures you can do. Yeah, like, oh, but I don't yeah. even know. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't even have time to yeah. be like, like, do you know what I mean? I'm not trying to embarrass the sound guy. Yeah. But yeah. there are things you can do to get them to do your thing. But I just can't even bring myself to do those things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't want to lose. The thing about not having your own sound guys is that you don't want to piss them off. Because if you piss them off while you're on the thing, they have your like their life, your life in their hands, right? Yeah. They're angry at you. That is the worst shit. Like, yeah, it's the worst shit. You want yeah. to have some sort of like. I always, yeah. It's, I always... Like, it's like it's like cussing your barber. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you can't afford to because. Like, um... we always rock up to a festival and like my band are always like really polite. We have our own sound people now, yeah. but we would always be like really polite because you know how those things go. Like, yeah. can we help you set up anything? Uh, yeah, yeah. And I would love, when you get a chance, when you get a chance, I'd love some more keys if that's possible. Like, yeah. like <laughs> please, 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 please. They're always like, I'm actually, you're already maxing out on keys. So I'm going to have to turn down your mix. And like, I'm like, why is this so difficult? Man? <laughs> I don't mind, like in soundtrack, I don't mind it. But while we're playing, I just feel like it takes me out of the hole. Of course it does. Cause it's magical, isn't it? But some people do it like I've, there's people in my band that they've just got they do the hand signs, the ninja hand signs, and then they get what they want. Like they they know how to do it while they're playing. Like they're extending, doing the robot. Like, it's crazy. Alpha's body popping currently. <laughs> it's, it's mad. So I'm after the gig. I'm complaining about the horrible time I've had, but I could have just done what they did and changed up what I'm doing. Anyway, it's both a bit awkward. Um, but yeah. Um, so we should let the people know. There is no music section. Oh yeah, we've scrapped that. So if you got to this point, but not for Patreon. Not for Patreon. Patreon, that's weekly. Yeah, weekly Patreon, we do. Sections. Yeah, and we're gonna go more in depth. So we'll probably do one tune a week. Yep. And go in depth on that tune. Yep. 
and whoever's turn it will be, yeah. you know. I don't know I'm still going to have chat though. We're still going to talk about stuff. Yeah, it'll still be the podcast. Exactly. It'll still be the podcast. It'll be weekly. It'll be based on, you know, we'll start off with one tune and then we'll just, you know, have another chat. But yeah, um, that's what you'll be missing out if you don't subscribe to. You can do it right now. In fact, why don't you pause us right now and go and go and sign up? www.patreon.com forward slash are we live? You know, this is... <laughs> You'll find us. We get to chat. We talk about music. We'll get better at plugging. We're being obnoxious <laughs> now. Hey, hey, the hey! First, first week we're being obnoxious, but like we will. <laughs> yeah, by the we way, will, yeah, um, this won't be the case every single time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Next time you, know, we'll, we'll be back to normal. But this is the first one. We have to, we have to go in a little you bit. You know, and it's you know. Hopefully, yeah. you saw the video on they the have, Insta. They loved the video. <laughs> they loved it. <laughs> That's <You> why they. <laughs> <laughs> it's on our Instagram. You yeah, didn't so. know what we were doing, but yeah. Patreon. Patreon. This is it. It's been it's been good, you know. It's been good to speak again. It's been a while since I've seen you guys. So. What have you just not spoken at all? Just <laughs> <laughs> so been sitting in silence the entire time. Just waiting yeah, to playing five. PS5, man. Just... Oh, oh wow! No, well that's the buzzer beater. That means we have to wrap up the podcast. I sung the game winner. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you guys for joining. Come join us on Patreon. Come over. We are there. We are chilling and waiting for you to go and do that. That'll be weekly. If not, no pressure. We're not, ro- you know, grave robbers. <laughs> See you next month. But See you on Patreon. Next month. Bye. <laughs>